You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It is the APC podcast for MacMePackingCompany.com and SB Nation. Talking about your Green Bay Packers. Preseason is almost over already. Guys are getting hurt. The roster is slimming down uh, as it does this time of year. There's um, both stuff to talk about and nothing to talk about in football world at the same time. And uh, we're going to try to get together and get some content out for you. And uh, I am Zach Rapport at Zach Rapport on Twitter. Follow the show at the APC pod. And I am joined. Um, by a couple good buddies here. First, uh, he does not have COVID. We don't know what it is. Doctors are baffled all over New York. They're faxing each other reports. No one knows what it is. It's Alex Patakis. How are you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Happy to not have COVID. <laughs> kind of wish I had like some type of other thing that they could give me some antibiotics for so it could just go away, but that's not the case. So we're waiting this one out. I, I recommend whiskey personally. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> mm. that, that should heal all. I'll second that. Yeah. Speaking of whiskey, <laughs> the other voice you hear is uh, our fearless leader, the corporate overlord, the original corporate overlord, I should say, Evan Tex Western. Evan, how are you? Co-corporate overlord, I guess, nowadays. Co-corporate but, uh, overlord. Yeah. No, I'm. it's been a crazy day, but... Always happy to sit down for a half hour and change and and rap with you guys about what's going on. Yeah, man. We'll talk some football. We'll unwind. We'll have a a, a brown liquor. We'll play some pleasant music and do some haikus and it'll be a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that pleasant music. I need that Zen right now. Give here, me all here. the Zen. Yep. Same. Been a busy week. What are you uh what are you drinking over there, Tex? Uh I have a Knob Creek cast strength rye. So nice hundred and twenty proof. Something to wash down this crap of a day. <laughs> that sounds fancy. I'm working on, uh, it's a Four Roses small batch. So it's like mm-hmm. a cheap whiskey's version of something slightly nicer. It's not bad. It's okay. It gets the job done. It washes away a very busy, hectic week. How about that? This is very tempting, I must say. I mean, <laughs> this is a podcast. We can, in theory, edit this out, and I can just hop up real quick and get the medication that Zach has just prescribed me. I'm very tempted to do so. Well, you know, <laughs> I the other doctors in New York are baffled, but I know how to cure what ails you. Old Dr. Dr. Brown booze. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks for looking out. Well, and on that subject, uh, I believe Vox just acquired a uh, cocktail slash liquor website. So I'm going to have to petition to see if we can get some of the APC team to uh, to get permanent positions over there. Yeah. Since we have some some whiskey snobs on staff. Definitely. Speaking of um, things, uh, things changing with uh, with Vox and SB Nation, we've been teasing 
um, some exciting stuff in in the audio feed for for a couple weeks. And I think Justice is still being a little sheepish about um, about announcing his contributions and what they may or may not be called, et cetera. But I think I feel comfortable at this point announcing that um, our feed is going to be joined by the Reporting as Eligible podcast. Um, some good friends of ours. You may already listen to the show in another feed. You'll now be able to get it here. Our friend at APC, Paul Badger Noon, and his show with uh, Matub, JR, stats, wonkitude, jokes, good stuff. I'm really excited, Tex. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. We're, we've got a lot of big stuff planned for the, the podcast feed. Um, like you said, uh, we'll, we'll probably have a lot of things rolling out the week leading up to week one. So probably another two weeks or so, uh, you can expect to start seeing those types of things uh, rolling in and, and more content, uh, some daily stuff, I think, coming. But um, we'll we'll see exactly what that looks like uh, here pretty shortly. Yeah, and the uh, I, we've we've talked about it uh, very briefly, but we've been trying to kick around on our show some some new names, uh, maybe something that isn't like we are the flagship show because um, really, and this is a term that I think that J- Justice coined, but really we're kind of like the Funhouse Show. We kind of just we goof around, we do whatever we want, we talk football, but it's 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 a little less. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Informed. Informed. <laughs> I guess. And I mean, yet still some people like it, but, um, we're kicking around names. I like the idea of being categorized as the, the fun house show. I don't know. We're, we're going to read some haikus later. So I feel like that's, that's on brand. We're, we're still workshopping names. So we'll, we'll get there. Speaking of uh fun house, I'll play a little sounder here as I get ready to, uh, to announce that yes that's right folks it is the apc podcast pending a name change listener pick'em league it is back free to join free to play and uh top placing listener gets a uh, prize to be named later and uh quickly i want to shout out uh, slash apology um to christian schmidt last year's winner i normally take months and months to send this prize out but this is probably the longest it has ever taken me. Your prize to be named later is on its way to me, and then I will ship it to you, uh, Christian, in Germany. By the way, American listeners, what are you guys doing? We've done this thing four years now, and th- we've had three international winners, Brazil, Australia, and Germany, which is like kind of cool, but when I started this, I was like, eh, I'm just going to, you know, once a year, ship something silly and fun to Montana, Iowa, Missouri, come on, guys, step up your game. What's going on with these American listeners? So much for that $10 priority shipping. <laughs> Jeez. Do you know how much it costs to ship something entirely stupid and inconsequential to Australia? I mean, I can only imagine. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, not that much, but enough that I'm like, man, come on, Iowa, come through. I, how do they even like get their, their Thursday night picks in? It's like uh, they're... Uh, how do they they got to do that on like Tuesday or something? I don't understand that. Oh, oh, see, it's it's time travel. It's a day ahead. So they actually get their Thursday night picks in on Friday. That's morning. why. That's why. Yep. I knew it. Friday morning coffee. You open the paper. You make your picks. Yeah, they're ah, ahead. Must I don't be know nice. why I put them behind us. I don't know. <laughs> I had them nice. like almost a full uh, full day behind us. <laughs> well, yeah. if anyone right. else there. Uh, somebody win the American football pick on <laughs> pool this year to save Zach Just start a little a bit of money, one. please. Uh, it's a free league. Stop taking advantage of the man. I am uh, no, I'm not. I'm not complaining. In fact, Christian was very nice. We we interacted recently, and he was like, "Sorry if you you know don't want to ship something to Germany. I understand, but I am a man of my word, 
And uh, oh and yeah, you got to send that. Yeah, integrity above all. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. If anyone wants to join, if you did it last year, you might have gotten a weird email from CBS Sports is the app that we use. So um, you can feel free to re-sign up there. I'm going to activate the league again on the administrative level. And if you played, you'll probably get another email that says like, hey, the league is open now. But if you didn't play last year, have no idea what we're talking about and you want in, it's fun. It's super easy. It's free. Um, get at me on Twitter at the APC pod in our DMs. Um, or you can email us, the APC podcast at gmail.com if you are not a Twitter degenerate like me, and um, we'll get you we'll get you figured out. Uh, should we, I don't know, should move on? I have like, I usually have like a, a script, a rundown, and it's just, I don't know, man, it's preseason. Should we do haikus? I think you nailed the like mixing the admin with some banter. That was well done. Thank you. Uh, now we can, now we can talk some sports. Thank you. High praise from a recovering radio man. <laughs> yeah. Well, we mentioned uh haikus and uh needing a little zen moment. Uh Alex, do you, do you want to start us out? Sure. All right, I'd we're just going to get right into haikus. I'm going to going to set the mood. Uh wow. <laughs> I need to burn I got I got to get some essential oils going uh when I podcast now really set the mood. All right. My haiku this week only one fake game but the thought of him i miss it has been fun chess <laughs> oh man see that's so good and we talked before the show we both wrote one about funches i don't even know if i should read mine now because that one's better that can just be the one that could be the one <laughs> funches is dunches i'll say that um devin funches goes on ir a guy who uh, we thought anyway, his best case scenario was like maybe playing himself into a trade, I guess. And now the Packers hand is forced. He goes on IR, probably ending the Devin Funches experiment uh, in Green Bay. Tex, would you agree with that? Yeah, it's it's a shame. Um, signing last year, opting out. Um, and then basically after getting one game, getting carted off the practice field during a joint practice last week. Uh, it was it's disappointing. And, and he looked like a. a legit NFL player in that game too. Yeah. Uh, made some really nice catches from Jordan Love. So it's it's too bad, but um after the game Malik Taylor had uh this past sa- Saturday, got to think he's probably the uh, the next guy up to likely get that six wide receiver spot at this point. Yeah. And we'll uh we'll intersperse some uh some listener comments and questions from Twitter uh throughout. So I will point at this point to not Ryan who asks us does someone replace Funches in the wide receiver room? Or is that just one fewer receiver on the 53? You know, you mentioned Malik Taylor um, shining a little bit. We talked with Justice. I forget if it was last week or, or or two weeks ago about just the idea of like they can't keep seven wide receivers. It feels absurd. So I'm in, inclined to say no one replaces him. I don't know, Tex. What do you think? Yeah, I think with Taylor's ability to play special teams, I think that's probably going to get him on the roster. Probably is number six. I think uh, as much as I am pained to say it, my, my guy Equinemius is probably toast at this point unless he can find a way to get on the field this week and do something uh, in the final preseason game. So seems like a pretty clear cut top five. And then, you know, Taylor definitely has the the edge for the sixth spot. Alex, what are your what was your uh, emotional reaction here to the potential end of the the Devin Funches era. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, uh, 
as I stated in my haiku, the thought of him uh, was fun for a little, you know, like a big bodied guy. They signed free agent guy, but he's just, you know, if this was a couple of years ago. This would be a perfect example um, of like one of those, you know, like anytime the Packers would sign some guy, there'd be like even the most modest expectations. It wouldn't work. They'd never even really play. And then people would be like, see, this is why we don't do free agency. Um, that's kind of what this is. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of sad. What do you have, like six catches for 70 yards in his only fake game uh, that he ever played? That's his legacy. I mean, his legacy is really saying no to playing football, which I th- I always thought was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I know he's done th- well, that and probably, you know, using a racially insensitive term. So not the best. <laughs> yeah. Not the best uh, run for Funches in Green Bay. My only other thought on it, and this is literally like how much I care about this, uh, which is very minimal. Um, Number 11 is such a cool number for a receiver. Like anytime I was playing, you know, NCAA football growing up or even Madden when you could like give receivers any number you want, I would always give like my tall, like perimeter wide out number 11 because I just feel like it's a lean, tall thing, a number. One and one, maybe. Like that. And it made so much sense. And now it's just, it's gone. And I'm sad about that (laughs) because I was trying to think who's ever worn 11 for the Packers? It's like Matt Hasselbeck. Is the only guy I could think of, I think. I think did Jared Boykin wear eleven or did he wear thirteen? That's a good one. I think he I think you were right. Jared Boykin. Right? See, but that's the only one that comes to mind for me. I, I really don't, yeah. I, I can't think of anyone else. Um but also I, I do think it just makes a few roster decisions easier. Uh, I saw somebody ask Zach, and I don't know if you care if I steal some of the reading uh tweets nope, thunder. Go for it. Um but uh I saw that one of the tweets um, uh, asking for questions on the podcast tonight was whether or not Malik Taylor still can be a guy. Uh, I believe it was seven, Steven with a seven. Uh, I don't know. But uh, yes, that's who it was. <laughs> can Malik Taylor still be my guy? I, he was my guy last year. Don't I, He's still with it. He hasn't graduated from that where yeah. he's everybody's anymore, yeah. right? I, th- I think that's right. I had this teed up at the end because I wanted to oh, sorry. tee the guy draft. No, no, it's fine. It's uh, we've we've already like rehashed the the guy rules uh, so many times, and yet they don't seem to stick in my brain. But you got to be day three or undrafted and or practice squad eligibility. Does that make Malik Taylor yeah. still yep. guy eligible? I think so. Yeah, I believe it does. In my book, he's guy eligible. So I'll just answer that tweet right off the bat. We get back to the guys later in the pod as you planned. But that's all I got. If, anyway, if, somebody step up, take number 11 and and make me happy. It's just such a sexy number. Ooh, a sexy number. Well, I can, uh, thanks to the uh, magic of the internet, I can confirm Jared Boykin did wear number 11 for the Packers. Yeah, that's a great pull, Tex. That's, that's, that's why you're the OG CEO. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take it. OGCO, I like that. Wow, that, <laughs> see, there we go. I like that. Uh, now you're the the co corporate overlord. I really didn't think that justice. I don't know. I just assume no one listens to our show, basically, even though I know that's not true. And ju- justice came on, called me out for calling him a corporate overlord. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, um, I wanted to highlight this really quickly. Is is running back Kylan Hill another diamond in the rough? Speaking of guys, this is someone that I think is pretty high on 
our friend Ben Foldy's guy list um, is running back Kylan Hill, another diamond in the rough. I encourage everyone to go to the blog and read Chris Burke's piece, acmepackingcompany.com text. Obviously, Chris is high on Hill. Are you, what have you seen so far that you like? Yeah, Hill shows some really impressive acceleration and burst out of the backfield. Um, Two games, two touchdowns, both of them of the 10 to 15 yard variety. So it's not like he's just, you know, pounding something in at the goal line. And the one that he had against the Jets, he, by all accounts, should have been tackled in the backfield. But he stiff armed a starting NFL defensive lineman, got around him, got to the edge and turned on the Jets and and got to the pylon for a a really impressive touchdown. So I love what I've been seeing out of him. Um, Seems like he can contribute in the passing game as well. So that's that's your that's your route to the roster as a young running back, right? It's it's pass block well and you know give a little bit on special teams, and he's got a little juice in the kick return game too. So I, I don't think you'll see him play a huge role as long as Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are healthy, at least not on offense. But he certainly, I think, is is already a guy that you feel like you can put in there, and he can at least hold his own and, and contribute. Should you need to to have him in that top two rotation if one of the other two guys misses a little time. There you go. A guy to know. Preseason. Come on, people. <laughs> Kylan Hill. Uh, moving on. I wanted to, we got our first listener submitted haiku. Um, and I'll use that to tee up the next sort of newsy item. Texas, we lean heavily on how informed you are <laughs> on all this, uh, on all this Packers news. So we will, we'll fire it up and we'll, uh, we'll say thanks to, Joe at work on Twitter for sending us a haiku. Zadarius Smith. His situation seems odd. When will he be back? Thanks, Joe. He actually sent that to us yesterday. We were going to record yesterday. And then he sent another haiku today trying to put us on blast that we we didn't respond to him. So, um, yeah, totally fair. Thanks, Joe. I don't. I, I saw we posted on the blog a couple days ago about the Zadarius Smith situation. Tex, what is the situation? What's going on there? He's got a back issue, and those suck. Like that's <laughs> that's that's all I can say. Who doesn't have that. a back issue? Am I right? <laughs> well, yeah. I always joke that nobody used to have a bad back. If you used to have a bad back, you still have a bad back. So that's uh, that certainly doesn't bode well. He showed up to camp. Uh, didn't get cleared, so he started on the non-football injury list. Then they tried to bring him back for for one practice, and and he participated and then was out the rest of the week and hasn't returned yet. So um, I think there's real reason to be concerned about his status for week one. Uh, LaFleur even said as much in a presser a couple days ago. So you got to start looking at considering keeping a fifth outside linebacker at this point um, since he'll be starting Preston Smith and, and Rashawn Gary as he has to miss any time. So that probably means, you know, you're keeping two of Jonathan Garvin, Tipa Galliai, uh Gosh, who are the other guys on the roster at that position? Delonte Scott and Chauncey Rivers, I think. Two of those guys might very well make the 53 at this point. So just to, to make sure you have enough bodies there to, to get through a game. Two of those names I've literally never heard. So there you go. <laughs> That sounds like if so, there were one really big preseason performance and we could practice away from like a, a Sunday afternoon going, what's a Chauncey Rivers? Yeah. Yep. He's, he's in that category. He's not in guy category. He's in what's a category where you're like, what's a blank? 
Yeah. Um, the, the one other thing I would say is, is that um, Brian Gutekunst has not been shy about being active in the trade market this year. Mm. So don't be surprised if, you know, you come out of that third preseason game and somebody that somebody wants to cut, he flips a seventh round pick for him. You know, maybe the one he got for Kadar Holman earlier this week. Um, you know, there's there's some guys out there with familiarity in, in a Joe Barry type, L.A. type scheme uh, on defense. So keep an eye out on that, I think, next week, too. That that could be a possibility. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Kadar Holman. Why don't we pause right there for a second? Were you surprised at all by the Packers sending him away and and or surprised they got a, a real ass draft pick for him. <laughs> not even a conditional a real one yeah that that was probably the biggest surprise was there's there's no conditions on him making the roster in houston for that pick which is which is great now as justice always says the draft is four rounds and it's a seventh round pick but you can find guys like kylan hill in the seventh round if you're if you're lucky so now the 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 holman trade surprised me a little if only because he had actually played pretty well in the preseason um and so i I still thought there was a, a legitimate chance that he could make the roster and he certainly got a lot of tools a lot of speed um and certainly that's what houston looks like they were uh, eyeing with acquiring him but there were so many guys in that room and with with Isaac Yadam coming over for Josh Jackson, um, I think that was definitely a opportunity for Gutekunst to say, "All right, we're not sure if this guy's going to stay around, so let's get get something for him now while we can." I love. I think most Packer fans hate this, but I kind of love the idea of like the long game that the Packers have always played, where it's like they get an undrafted guy or they get a seventh round guy, they try him for a while, it doesn't work, and then they turn that into another seventh round guy and maybe somehow over the long haul within three years, an undrafted guy or a seventh round pick later ladders up to like a fifth round pick. And then you're talking about like a guy who might actually play real snaps for you. It's like a really annoying long con to try to like milk everything you can out of the draft and, and sort of those UDFAs right after the draft. Yeah. And he's done it with guys like Reggie Gilbert, and Justin McCray. I mean, it's, it's, Certainly been his M.O. since he took over as GM. Again, with the nice pulls there. McCray, what a pull. <laughs> um, all right, we are going to go back to the uh, Twitter well. Again, at the APC pod on Twitter is where you can find us for now. And Sam tweets in, how much worse does the punting have to get before they move on from J.K. Scott? And uh, he included a gif of Michael Scott saying, we are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh it's the 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 um the fans have turned on JK Scott. Was once the boy wonder and is now I don't know, a pariah. Is that the right word? People don't like him. <laughs> Sounds about right. Is it cuz he won't say hell or damn or is it cuz he's is a bad punter? I think it's cuz he's an inconsistent punter. Yeah. That's the biggest issue is in that, you know, in Saturday's game, he had four punts between 42 and 50 yards, and then he had a 21-yard shank. And that's just what you can't do in the NFL. Um, I'm I'm genuinely surprised that they did not keep around any legitimate competition for him or for long snapper Hunter Bradley at that, at that matter. But um, that's another position where the, the – I would not be surprised if they – do try to do something before the end of camp 
the one thing that you risk messing up there is his holding ability. He actually, you know, has has done a pretty good job in that area, and certainly the um, the results that Mason Crosby had last year speak to that a little bit. So that might be the only thing saving him from the chopping block right now is uh, is his ability to at least get the ball down for Crosby. Yeah, here's a, a little bit of um, a broader question as we as we look around at other teams. Sam tweets in. Which teams do you think will make the biggest improvement going into the season compared to last? And I'll zero us in on, on the division, on the NFC North, so we can kind of stay focused on direct competition teams we play twice. Um, are the Bears the easy one there? Are they going to be the most improved just because they have a quarterback who doesn't, probably doesn't suck? <laughs> I mean, it depends on when they start the quarterback who probably doesn't suck. Oh, they're that's so the, stupid. Are you kidding that's me? That's the first question. <laughs> uh, it's Andy Dalton's job to lose, man. <laughs> what are they doing? I don't know. Alex, you um, Andy Dalton I, fan? What do you think? Well, yeah. So, uh, so we're narrowing it to the division? Yes. Right? That's okay. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it was like... I'm just thinking my head went straight to NFL team over unders. Not that I already have like six of those, seven of those uh, out in play. I can tell you a lot of teams that I don't think are going to be too good. Um, Big on the uh, Vikings under. Um, I guess, yeah, it would have to be the Bears if you're picking one of the division at least. Right? I mean, how how do the Lions get... Make the case for the Lions... To be better. Getting like better than you think they're going to be. I like, I guess so it depends on what we think they're going to be. Right. So let's like the Vegas says four and a half. So like if the lions win six games, is that like qualified? Like, does that answer the question? And we'd be like, you know what? They're actually more improved than I thought they would be considering the change in quarterback and everything. I don't know. That's tricky. Maybe that's like, maybe that is the answer. Yeah, I mean, it still seems to me like it's pretty clear that green Bay is the class of the division and should win the division comfortably schedule regardless. And um, so at that point, it's a matter of you, you've, it, it seems, it feels to me like it sets up very similarly to last year where you have the Packers way at the top, the bears and Vikings kind of in this weird middle uh, purgatory situation. And then the lions bringing up the rear, I guess the only thing that, that they've got in Detroit going for them is some new energy with, Dan Campbell as the head coach and Jamal Williams dancing on the sidelines now. So unless they uh, are able to harness that into some, some surprising wins, I, I, I tend to be, yeah, that four and a half number sounds about right to me. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I, I think that the, the opportunity there is to your point, Zach is the bears. If, if fields ends up starting early playing well, um, they've got a shot because we know they're, they've at least got some, some players on defense uh, that can can put together a solid unit for the most part there. So that's that's really the only option to me. Yeah. I think is you bet on the upside of a a talented young quarterback because um, there's not really a whole lot that I think Minnesota and Detroit seem to have going for them right now. Yeah. How does Dan Campbell get all these jobs? <laughs> it's insane. Also, you mentioned them in the same sentence. Like that is one of the biggest contrast and vibes being added to the mix between yep. Jamal Williams and Dan Campbell. Uh, one is like, I do this for fun. The other one is just big time football brain guy. 
I mean, that is like black and white in terms of the vibes. What are they doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, we got in two years, right? He actually, yeah. I would, I would nominate him as like a good candidate for uh, a one and done, which I always think is an overreaction. But um, he, he's like the, he's just the perfect guy to have that done to him, you know. Just be Black Monday or whatever it is. Just see ya, move on. Can't believe you're even here to begin with. I don't know where that came from. I don't like, I don't know much about him other than his off-field mishaps and the fact that he's just like Mr. Football. Is there something in Urban Meyer's contract that would prevent him from being in a one and done? Because um, oh, we've talked good, about this yeah. a couple times and Justice has given some some very insightful inside scoops, but that seems like a, a walking train wreck, a slow moving disaster. Just the dollar signs and his heart condition. <laughs> Between <laughs> those two things. He's locked in, baby. Yeah. Oh, it's always fun to look around the league and go, yeah. Uh, Packers, they got their their shot buttoned up pretty decently well. <laughs> Seriously, we can bitch all we want, and that's another thing. Sorry to make this like a, a over under podcast. Ten wins with an extra game. When have the Packers played a full season with it? I know that you can't predict injuries, but when have they played a full season with Aaron Rodgers and not like been expected to win double digit games? Yeah, like that's insane to me. That's like stealing money. I couldn't believe that when when I saw it. Yeah. I mean, they have. A, I mean, you could argue that their schedule is kind of difficult. Like, fine, I understand they play a very difficult division, but not their own. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I think that, um, yeah, to me, that's crazy. Like, I, I don't know. Just looking around, you could you could sleepwalk to ten wins. It feels like with a seventeen game schedule. I don't know. I'm gonna cut I that bit of wild. audio because there's like there's probably some moment six games in where we're gonna want to revisit that. <laughs> Either because it's going really well <laughs> yeah. or something goes sideways. <laughs> when they're three and three. Right. And we're like, oh boy, find me the other uh, eight wins. Seven wins, eight wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you're right, Zach. You're like, they can sleepwalk to 10 wins and then they're three and three. And you're like, you guys are sleepwalking. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, one, one last question. And, and, um, Alex, you teased it a little bit, so I'll tee up someone else here. Your pal Adam tweets in, I think we need to know who everyone has adopted as their guy this preseason. And so I just wanted to uh, tee up that we've got two more episodes before the season officially starts. And what I'd like to do before before the season starts with those two episodes is one, to do our tarot card reading, and two, to have an official guy draft. And Tex, if we could make it work to have you join, that would be... Uh, awesome as well. The the verdict is still out on which episode will come first or second, what order we will do those in. But um, I'm excited about that. We missed the tarot card reading last year. Tex, I don't know if you remember that, but I'm excited to bring that back. Yeah, yeah. that's always a favorite episode of mine to listen to. Um, and certainly I would be very excited to participate in the guy draft. I've got some some sleeper guy candidates that I'd love to put out there. I love, we got to format it properly. So yes. uh, like we have a board going in. It's like, it could go, who knows how it can go. Yeah. yeah. We, I say we don't even know the order until, until we turn the mics on. Yeah. We should like draw straws or, or whatever it is. Some, some number randomizer kind of thing. But um, yeah, I, I agree with all that. And I think, uh, you know, we'll get, there's a, there's, there'll be a set list at that point of people who are guy eligible We'll uh we'll look up some fun factoids about each one and then we'll we'll have fun. Yeah. We're gonna 
And and also, like. I mean, I just think it makes sense to wait. I understand that people are anxious to claim their guy, but um, you do like want the practice squad to be formed. You don't want yeah. to overreach for someone that, you know, it's like a one week flame right. uh, in camp. And there's gonna there's a two week break. And I get that there's cuts and talk about, but other than that, like we're gonna have nothing to go off of except for like whatever photos Rob Domofsky and every other person tweet out and um, you know, the cheese curds daily at acmepackingcompany.com, like what happened in practice. But we can't see that. You know, it's like you, you just read about it and I don't know. That's so I'm 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 pumped. We we gotta save that for the that little lull yep. in between the season because I don't see a uh, like Josh Sittenbaum hitting anytime soon <laughs> this this off season. Yeah. Speaking of nothing to talk about, it is a minor miracle that we're coming up on. I don't know, a little over thirty minutes. We've talked. But about- we didn't even do Texas <laughs> Texas haiku. Oh my god! Got to do, do that before we get out of oh, here. Oh yeah, criminal. I sh- I don't. Well, we can't fire me, but <laughs> I, no, yeah, I, we, we cannot. I please. own all the gear, but we're gonna slip back in before we let you guys go. Slip back into the Chinatown massage parlor music. Birds <laughs> chirping, water flowing. <laughs> Tex, what do you got? Uh, well, I'm, I'm honored to, to be able to share this moment of Zen with you guys. So here we go. Packers guards in flux. Patrick, Runyon, maybe Royce. Who starts? Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> Hell yeah. Who starts indeed? A quick aside, um, text and again, always fun audio when no one can see what we're talking about on camera but you've got this like animated (laughs) star trek background behind you um and so things kind of like you know on a zoom background they come in and out of focus sometimes and your cat just kind of like teleports in out of nowhere from the background just appears the haiku loving the zen vibes that's right yeah she's she's very chill today she just wanted to be a part of it it wouldn't be a uh, chinatown massage parlor without a cat (laughs) i would say so I think it was very fitting. So quickly then, and I'm sorry that I I'm sorry that I jumped the gun uh, trying to trying to close this thing down. Offensive line, um, we you know I know that they use the the preseason to kind of figure some things out. We talk a lot about how the Packers have done such a tremendous job of 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 finding talent late in the draft, of loading up this offensive line, of of keeping their franchise QBs protected. Um, but these past couple of weeks have not looked good, my friend. Not looked good. Yeah, I mean, you got four or five guys still competing to start on the interior of the line. Um, that's a that's a weird position for this team to be in at this this point of training camp. So I'll be really interested to see who they start on Saturday in the last preseason game, um, who starts where, because you know that it wouldn't shock me if there is maybe if there really is maybe a surprise cut. Um, coming down at the end of training camp, or again, you get uh, Goody trading away one of these guys for you know a late round pick because I think they probably have 10, 11, maybe 12 linemen who, who could make a 53 man roster. Yeah, obviously, they're not going to keep that many, so they got to find some way to um, to get some value out of some of those players. I was going to say, if there's, a, if there's a category of bubble player that you can leverage into something meaningful for your, t- for your team, it's offensive linemen. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody wants good offensive linemen. You can't have enough of them. I even heard um, 
uh, Aaron Rodgers himself in a bit of press availability say something referring to the offensive line like, yep, there's still a lot of jobs to win here. I thought that was like a, it was a, a, a candid moment that also kind of made me do the little collar pull. I was like, oh, ugh. he's like talking directly to some of these guys. Somebody's got to step up and win the job. I think that can, I think, I think that's it, guys. I think that's a podcast. Thank you for that moment of Zen. Yes. Come back to our spot anytime. You're always welcome. <laughs> oh, amazing. All right, guys. I'm going to hit the poke code. We feel good about that? Let's dance, baby. From Zen to Poka. Thanks, everyone, for, uh, for listening. Exciting stuff happening in the feed here in the next couple weeks. More audio for you guys. Keep it locked in. Uh, big thanks to Tex for joining us late, <laughs> making our jobs much, much easier. Uh, thank you to Alex. Um, we have a uh, Patreon. I don't plug it very often. Patreon.com slash NoteNugs. If you are a fellow content creator or you're someone who enjoys throwing a buck or two at shows that you really like, we are there. No perks offered yet. Just, uh, you know, if you feel like giving us a buck or two, we'd appreciate it. If not, hey, that's fine. A free way to support us also is to give us a rating on iTunes. Also, haven't harped on that in a while. Acme Packing Company on iTunes. Don't even need to write anything. Just tap that five-star button. That would be a big help for us. So we're, uh, we're heading into the last preseason game. And, um, yeah, you know. Someone's going to win, theoretically. Someone's going to lose. Players are going to get cut. Preseason's going to roll on. We're going to have a team. And uh, then we'll be on the regular season. Guy draft, tarot card reading, both those things coming up soon. We'll figure out more about when that is. Exactly. At the APC pod on Twitter. And uh, I'm out of promotional material, so I am going to stop talking. Go Pack Go. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.